It's time to pile on with Action Sports Jack's Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Hey, it's been a little bit. Welcome into the Action Sports Jacks Pile On Podcast. Brent Martineau, Dan Hicken, back from vacation. Summer's over. Summer yeah. is over. Welcome to football season Yeah. in Jacksonville and everywhere else. I'm not sure I'm ready for it. I might go Yannick and hold out. I might leave. <laughs> uh, I've been kind of in and out. I might just get out of here. And uh, I don't know if I'm mentally and physically prepared, quite honestly. I had a slow off season. I'm not in shape. I don't know. The rigors of training camp will determine me going forward here. That's what a lot the of the podcast. That's what a lot of the Grizzly vets do. They wait yeah. till like roster cut kind of time and come in. Now here's the deal. I have yeah. good news for you. We won't find you as much as Yannick Ngakwe, but yeah. it will be twenty five percent. So instead of forty thousand, yeah. it's twenty five thousand dollars a day. Mm, unlike, I'm sorry, ten thousand dollars a day. Unlike <laughs> unlike Marone, who's building slowly. You know, the people around here are kicking my a right off the rip. I mean, I'm tired. I don't feel good. My throat's scratchy. <laughs> we get right jump into right it. back into it. We get right back <laughs> into it, baby. That's because you took a trip out to the West Coast. Maybe a little jet lag. Did you have a good summer? I had a great summer, man. I love the summer. I, mean, I love football more than anything, but I love the summer, man. I do. I saw five MLB games in five days. I spent time on the Cape. I went to Boston. Fenway Park. Great, Minnesota Stadium, great summer, San Francisco man. Stadium. Which one was the best? They're all different. Yeah, they are, and they're all different. great. Uh, they're, it's it's professional Major League Baseball at its best. You know, Fenway Park and the the, the rich history. When I see a door from 1912, I mean, I just ah, and I see you know uh, uh, statues, and I see pictures, and I see the pesky pole and the green monster. I mean, so that was great. You sang right? it well, too, Sweet Caroline. Good work. I you did. got the I whole section that. up and going. Yeah. And then um, Minnesota's a great new park right there downtown. Very accessible. Easy to get to. Uh, really nice folks up there. And then San Francisco, man, Giants fans are huge out there. I had one problem with the Giants. They have a wall of fame. It's San Francisco Giants only in this particular thing. They had 50 years of San Francisco Giants now, right? A few years ago, so they honored all these guys, but the criteria was too easy. It was nine years with the San Francisco Giants or one All Star game. So I got guys like Marvin Bernard and just I one All Star game, Randy Moffitt in the in the San Francisco Giants Hall Wall of Fame. That doesn't work. Well, just imagine who's going to get in the Wall of Fame now, given the way the baseball is. Yeah. And who can hit 30 home runs or make an all-star game mistakenly yeah. now. Yeah. And, I mean, we're going to talk a lot of football here, but I sure can't get are. over this baseball stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it driving go. me nuts. I know. It I is. mean, did you see the Schwarber home run today? The Schwarber. flick to opposite field. The Pando. You might. You just missed it out yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah. He hit when he scraped one off the plate that you would have used the six iron with, well, and then he hit it out opposite field. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I love Yaz baseball. did that uh, against, against the Mets in extra innings, and, and Yaz is not That a, kid can hit, by the way. He went he's four not for big. five today. Yeah, he's not big. He's a little guy. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, he's raking. The ball is it's terrible. Do you know that Carl Yastrzemski, I believe, lives in St. Augustine? Did I tell you that? He does? I'm pretty sure he does. Well, we have to find that. Very out. reclusive, because we learned that um, uh, Bobby Sk- Skip Carey, oh yeah, lives in St. Yeah, Augustine, yeah, yeah. has a house down there, and I'm pretty sure I was told that Yaz kind of comes and goes, but might have a place of residence in St. Aug. How about that? I'm going to look into that. It keeps it on the down low. Yeah, because that is very down low. Isn't that heard that. Now, I'd heard years ago, Bobby Cox. Amelia Island. In Amelia Island. There, yeah, yeah. Um, at least part of the year. There's a lot of great myths in this, you know, and one that's definitely not a myth is that uh, Cower bought a house here, <laughs> uh, but 
I uh, remember Clayton Kershaw yes. worked out here every summer or yeah. every off season for them. His at wife Ferdina, or girlfriend from here. Beach High School. So who knows? Now I got that one on a pretty good source. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. If, I don't think that's the case anymore. Maybe it is still the case. Who I knows? doubt he comes back. Yeah. Not anymore. Well, he can do whatever he wants. He's got yeah. a ton of money, like oh. three hundred million. Wow! Uh, all right, let's talk some football. Let's do it, man. Uh, football is here. Uh, football, you spend a little baby. time with the Gators. Uh, we've been spending a lot of time with the Jags. The I've Noles been to two, two of the training camp practices. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I noticed how attendance is less of a premium this year since I didn't miss the first five like last year. Oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> year uh, twenty-four will go down in the history of Dan is <laughs> great training camp. I had my best training camp ever last year. This year I'm a mess. I'm a wreck. <laughs> but I didn't make it out on Sunday Just, for the pads. I remember saying at a point last year, I think it was, that uh, the weather was good. The weather's been unbelievable That's for this fair. camp. We've had the best weather ever, including Stevens Point, that I can remember uh, because the cloud coverage has been tremendous and the temperature has been down. Yeah. After all those 90-degree days, the Jags started and went down, man. It was beautiful. Yeah. And it's as always, beautiful. coaches hate it. Players love it. Oh. Players love the schedule. Is, yes. Is Uncle Doug getting a little soft? Well, if they lose, he will be. If they win, he's brilliant. That's what it always comes down yeah, to. But he's even, I mean, Jalen Ramsey's applauding the move to yes. 840 in the morning. More free time. Yep. It's not as, I guess what you said, last year they hit the hit the floor running, much like we did in covering. Yes. Uh, and had a bunch, no of, ramp up. bunch of injuries yeah. right early. And so in hopes of preventing all that, sort of easing into it the first 10 days. It's a funny business because— Well, you're going to Baltimore. We're going to Baltimore next week, so— It's a funny business because they really did nothing different than mm -hmm. the year prior. Right. And they didn't get hurt at all the year prior. I know. But as soon as you get hurt, you got to make changes. Yeah. And things go bad, you make changes, even though one year everything worked and the other year it didn't work. Yeah. So it's a lot of dumb luck. Let's just be quite honest. I'm still I'm, I'm I'm a little bothered by the Josh Allen situation. I know Why? he's out there. Why is this bothering I don't know so because I because But isn't this there's... the perfect example of ramping it up? He yeah, wasn't on the field in the spring. Yeah. He's had a long off a long yeah, uh, college into the draft cycle. Okay. Maybe they're learning about these guys All in right. that draft cycle. All right. I tell you what though. The he's, one thing about him, he is a specimen. physical specimen. Man, he's beautiful. I love him. I mean, he is. He looks the part. Now, he, we've had a lot of guys look the part. He wears Tom Seaver's number, so he's good <laughs> in my book. <laughs> but he is, uh, he, yeah, I'd rather have Tom Seaver these days than Chris Sales, so he wears Sales' number. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I really, we got to know the kid a little bit at the draft and then yeah. through the draft process, and he's a mature young guy. He's married. He has a, a little one. Yeah. And, you know, he played a lot of college football. Yeah. So there's a maturity about him where a lot of the guys that have come in seem young. You know, I'm not saying they seem immature all the time, but Miles Jack is seems like a young guy when he came here. Where will they play him? It's interesting. They've got him all over the place, right? Did we saw uh, he? I think he was at not linebacker spot, but dropped into some coverage. Yeah, um, a little strong side stand linebacker, up, a little strong side linebacker. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're putting him, of course, with Yannick Ngakwe out of it right now. Yeah, he's getting some reps with the ones. Yeah. I think he's a fascinating piece. You know, there there are people think they might change that defense around a little bit, throw some wrinkles because of what he did in college, standing up, being able to uh, go back in coverage. I, I mean, it's hard to change a defense that's been top five two years in a row. But I'm interested in the wrinkles because of him, Dom Capers, and maybe even what they do with some of those guys in the secondary. Because Marone said uh, Jared Wilson and Ronnie Harrison are interchangeable. Interchangeable, yeah. So that's. Caught my attention. We could use, too, when you add another mind like Dom, which the Jaguars did in the offseason, it'll be interesting to see how he and Wash, you know, it's it's Todd Wash's defense, and we all understand that, but Dom is there to help. The Jags are desperate to win. 
Yes. Tom Coughlin is desperate to win. They, he is, he'll be 73 in August. I mm-hmm. believe he's 73 now. I think you're right. Uh, uh, they don't like the taste of what happened last year. Well, and listen, jobs are on the line. Jobs are on the line. But Tom, you know, listen, he's 73. He's going to not be here forever. Yeah. And I and he wants to finish it up, you know, in a good way. So, uh, and they invested a hundred million into a quarterback. Enter Nick Foles, who is the biggest difference. We haven't even mentioned him yet, but the biggest difference of the entire football team is Nick Foles, and so far so good. I haven't seen a whole lot. I mean, you know, again, it's been real slow, and you know, but he throws the football nicely. He does. Here's the difference between Nick Foles. I, I, I've learned this by the over the last dozen years of mm-hmm. doing this camp, and mm-hmm. you've done it for a long time, mm-hmm. is that you don't get too excited about a practice or a throw or right. this or that. I know people like that. I get it. You're right. thirsty for football, but I've really put that part down. I mean, yeah. don't get too excited for over a day or three right. days or five days. But I will say what's been impressive the first four days is the receiving core. There's a receiving core that comes in with some questions, but yeah. they're making plays. So D.D. Westbrook and Chris Conley, uh, D.J. Chark, they look like they're that, making though, plays. because – and they are. Against you've a very good defense. You've seen them do it. Now, A.J. Boye's been but in But I've out, also but. seen them go back to pass numerous times, and, and they blow the whistle. And not have anybody to Because nobody's to. open. Yeah. And that's so, not necessarily an offensive line thing. It might be getting open. Right. But that's then, what I'm I saying. Mean, but you got one of the best defenses in the NFL, too. Absolutely. So you're not going to win every play. Right. But I guess it's the hope here is that Foles does something that Blake Bortles, Blaine Gabbert, and probably not even David Garrard, although he had a nice career, did. Mm-hmm the last three quarterbacks really they've had, and that is make the receivers better. Right. You know, make somebody else better. They might not have a list, number one wide sure. receivers, Pro Bowl guys, but can you make a guy better than he might even be? Or at least maybe he becomes a lot better and, and he becomes a household name because of the quarterback. That's what quarterbacks are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I guess we get used to it around here, and I'm guilty of it, is that none of these guys really did it over the years. Yeah, so we got a, we got a week of grind in here. Uh, they get a Monday off, and then they'll be at it Tuesday through yep. and then and then off to Baltimore leave to Baltimore next Sunday if yeah. I'm not mistaken and a good work week of work with the Ravens before the first preseason game which will be great well here's the biggest question now yeah we can talk about every position if we want and we'll do it as the month goes along uh-huh. but when they go to Baltimore in a week you talked about a team desperate they haven't seemed desperate to pay Yannick Ngakwe whatever he wants to be paid. Right. And will Yannick Ngakwe be on that trip? That will be a magical date about what that. What day is that? August 4th is next Sunday, but 5th and 6th, that 6th date is next Tuesday. That's the second practice he in Baltimore. He has to be up there then. And he has to be with the team, reported all those things. Be- Maryland kid, right? He's a Maryland guy, too. Just go home and <laughs> show up. And so... Will he be here? I mean, where does I this thing go? I don't understand him. I, I think he's getting bad advice. I, no offense to his group. I I mean, if the reports are true, and again, we only know a little, you know, we feel comfortable in thinking it, it's not a five-year deal, but it's yeah. not a two-year deal. It's probably a four-year deal, yeah, right? I'm really comfortable in saying it's a four-year deal. We feel like, we feel like it's between guaranteed dollars 45 to 50 over two years. Yeah, so it's got to be careful with the word guarantee. Yeah. Because, yes, the ability to earn almost $50 million or close to $50 yeah. million over the first two years, okay. which is different than guaranteed money. When, when is the CBA up in two years? Yes, 2021. Yep. Things could change. Why not? Again, Yannick hasn't got the life-changing money yet. Um, I know he feels like what he's worth and he doesn't want to budge or whatever it is. Again, we— we have not talked to him. 
Um, but if if it's 19 million per, again, that's in the ballpark, man. Give me it. I'm signing. I'm happy. I got four years. I'm betting on myself. I kick A for four years. I break the bank again next time. Yeah, that's now a, I've made a hundred million dollars. I don't a lot know, like man. his buddy Calais Campbell has done in his career. Yes, you know the fascinating part of this, Dan, is that we have not seen this in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Maurice Jones Drew was the last holdout. Yes, and that was more he be- lost. Well, and that was a business play. And remember, Shad Khan get yeah. on the train or the trains leaving the station. Yeah, you know that was about as contentious as this organization has been with a player. Yeah, in the Shad Khan era. Yeah, Dave Caldwell era. We have, and they have signed a lot of people. They have I think signed a lot some, of free there's, agencies. There's definitely some contentiousness here. There is definitely yeah. some yeah. contention here. Both sides are a little uh, podcast pissed. Yes. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. Not happy. I think it's. Def- I think that's clear, and and so much so that there's not conversation. What I don't understand is we're sitting here at a table doing a podcast. Right. How these guys cannot be at a table trying to iron this thing out, and it's and it's important for both sides. And even if they're say it's 19 million, yeah. And then Gakway's group doesn't like 19; they want 22. Well, that. It's not a whole lot of ground no. to make up. No. So there's more to it. There's emotion involved here. Yeah. There's a little angst here, I think, at, at times. Yeah. And there's also a little bit of what I think I'm worth and what they think I'm worth. And I, that's that's negotiation, that part. I don't really like the whole way that Jan handled it in, in, some, in, in some respects. And, again, I respect him as a football player. I think he's a really good football player. I don't think he's elite. Uh I didn't like. I don't like the show up, leave, show up, leave stuff that we did. You know, I don't like the. I'm a. I'm here. I said I'm here. I'm gonna be here. No, you're. Then he's gone the next day. It shows you he's conflicted. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I'm and what he wants to do. I want to be a captain. Yeah. And then he's gone. I, you know, so, and listen, he deserves as much as he can get. And again, but I. I just think that man, Yannick, do not end up playing this year for two million bucks. No Gene. way. Don't do it. If you do that. You have lost. Yeah, I think so. And he's going to play, right? I mean, there's no – I don't get the feel that he's willing to give up that year that he would lose and never get back. Yeah, and it's I, not the money. It's the it's the another step towards free agency. He would have to become restricted in some ways if he doesn't report by whatever that day sooner is. or later it's pension involved. Yeah, there's a the lot road, of little so. variables that would suggest to us that he has to play this year. What are you going to play for, $2 million? Take the dadgum offer and let's go. Well, what's interesting here is the Jags have, I believe, left it, put a, a take-it-or-leave-it deal on the table. Right. And if they, they left it, does it get back to the tape? I mean, how much angst is there? So yeah. d- is he now to the situation where he's got to report in a week and play for $2 million? I think it's a simple phone call along the way and say, hey, let's open discussions back up. And finish this. And they'll, and they'll finish it off. That's what I think will happen. But I think there's some more contention here before we get to that point yeah and we're this thing will play out in my opinion this will go right up to that deadline huh uh i don't think it's happened in the next couple of days uh from everything i can gather so we'll see where it lands and and boy i tell you what i can't imagine he gives up that unrestricted or restricted label yeah, you, don't uh, do that. You, you don't want that that's a lot of leverage lost yeah i believe on uh Sign side. Deal, so, man uh, we'll see what happens with the Yannick and Gakway situation. $45, $50 million, or whatever the check is. What's it? They're going to hand you a check that might say, pay to the order Yannick and Gakway $20 million. More than that. I mean, I, I mean, just say it's first year, yeah. and then the second installment is in six months or whatever. Yeah. But something. There's well, going to be a big chunk of change Well, on here. face value, let's just compare it to what the Jags have. They can pay him $2 million under contract this year and about an $18 million franchise tag right. next year. Right, right. So that's $20 million over two years. Right. 
where we think the deal is somewhere between 45 and 50 million over Peeps, the first remember years. this. He has another year in his contract. So the Jags, yes, he's outperformed it. Yes. Yes, he deserves a new contract. Yep. But the Jags are looking for a little bit of something, something here because we are doing this for you. Yeah. We don't have to. That's what makes it different than the uh, Clark, Frank Clark Lawrence. and the Demarcus Lawrence yeah. deal. They were up against it. Right. They had the leverage. Right. Whereas the team didn't have any more control over them, pretty much. Sign the deal, uh, man. Come yeah. on, 91. Yeah, listen, I, I wouldn't mind if he gets up to 20. I'd like to see maybe a four year, $80 million deal. Be rich. And, uh, and sign it away. You know, so. either way, he's making more than Calais. He is. He's making more than Clay. Well, he'd be the highest paid guy in the defense. Yeah. And other than Nick Foles, he'd be the highest guy paid guy in the team. He's still going to be as good as he is when Calais ain't there? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, maybe as long as Jalen's back there. <laughs> 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 All right. No entrances like Jalen in the Brinks truck. We're going to exit instead. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a shorter podcast. So much to catch money, up money. on as we get going. And by the way. We're just a couple of weeks away from uh, getting really ready for a little college football. It wasn't that short. Florida of a and Miami. High school football starts this week as well. Yeah, so, uh, man, I'm we're excited about to that. it. I'm excited about the. High, I love the high school football. I love the. You know, we love it all, man. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun year, uh, and hopefully, hopefully playoffs and and trips to Atlanta and bowl games and state titles for everyone. Let's hope everybody wins. Everybody. Everybody wins. We'll cover it the whole way. <laughs> we're looking forward to it. Uh, now that summer's over. All right, for Dan Hick, and I'm Brett Martin. No Action Sports Jack Pylon Podcast. We're back, baby. Yeah. Let's do it again next week. You've been listening to Action Sports Jack's Pylon with Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. 